Thanks for tuning in to the Red River Shoutout, a college football podcast hosted by rival fans of the Longhorns and the Sooners. Here are your hosts, Thomas Smith and Rob Fontenot. Our week eight recap. Um, so we had some good games. We had some interesting games this week. So we're just going to jump right into this Oklahoma-Kansas game. Um, I know Rob is thankful that they won, but I just want to start off saying, you know, Oklahoma didn't – it didn't look like Oklahoma showed up in the first half at all. Um, I think I think OU benefits from some non-calls and some plays that no one's ever really seen before. Um, with the Williams fumble or Williams strip mm-hmm. getting a first down. Um, you know, but you know, some teams have bad games like that where they don't really show up for a team like Kansas. An early click off at kickoff at eleven, you know. So I'm not gonna say OU's back to being their their first you know, the first five week OU team. I think they're still explosive, but definitely saw some holes and saw when Williams doesn't hit those 50-50 balls, things don't always look too good. So, Rob, what's what do what's your opinion of the game or how it shook out? In the first half, I was thinking, uh, okay, OU, you need to wake up. What's going on here? But did you watch the game? Uh, I watched the second half. So in the first half, Kansas was, you know, they were using all of the clock. They were keeping uh, OU off the field, and it seemed to work. It was a good strategy. And if you you look at the sideline, if you look at the players for Oklahoma, it was like they weren't even in the game. And, you know, they were down 10 to 0 at halftime. Luckily, the, the defense kept him in it. But it was just crazy. It's just, I, I could have swore I told you that, you know, Oklahoma always just, like, Kansas always plays pretty good against us. And and they uh, they showed up. And I don't know if you saw this, but Kansas actually, you know, sent out a message. I don't know how they sent it out. But they sent out a message that, you know, the gates are open. You know, come witness something. You know, people could because the 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 stadium was pretty empty, and I was even thinking like, maybe I should go to Kansas one day and watch a game because it's it's pretty empty in there. You know, it looked like y'all had more fans than 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 they did. It sounded like a home game. I mean, whenever OU would score or do something good, it was pretty loud. But yeah, maybe that was it. Maybe you know, maybe the they got a little cocky, but. Kansas put up a good fight. They put up a really good fight. They had a very good game plan. And I don't think Oklahoma was ready for it. The time of possession is what I was looking for. Kansas had the ball for 35 minutes. Oklahoma 24. But I wish I had the I wish I had the stats, you know, per uh quarter. But total yards, OU had 398 and Kansas had 412. Kansas had 
246 passing. Oklahoma had 178. The only advantage OU had was in the rushing game. They they out, outran them 220 to 166. And part of that could have something to do, I believe, uh, Caleb Williams had a, a long 40-something yard run for a touchdown. Yeah. Which, like, you know, I was so... I, was, I watched the second half, which I probably shouldn't have, and Kansas might have won the game. But, you know, Caleb Williams, you know, he got hit twice. It, it was fourth and three when he made that run. You know, he got hit twice in the backfield and was able to – it was kind of like wimpy arm tackles, but still, he broke through them and ran for a touchdown. And then on fourth and one to kind of ice the game, you know, Brooks gets stopped. And I'm like, all right, like, well, the whistle, the play's dead. He's, you know, then he's driving on backwards. And all of a sudden, Caleb Williams comes and just strips the ball out of his hand, which, you know, a lot of people have come out today on Twitter and said that if that's considered a fumble in the fourth quarter, that's not, or on the fourth quarter, the fourth down, they're, you know, you're not allowed to advance the ball. Only the player that fumbled the ball is allowed to advance it. And so that play should have been called back, but it wasn't. So it's probably something that no one's really really ever seen before. So, you know, but they were they were calling it like a lateral in the game, you okay. know. Like that, but it said if you're behind the line of scrimmage, that you know it's it you can do that. That's why they said it was that's you could you uh, can lateral you can lateral it forward. I thought he broke the line of scrimmage and then got pushed back, but I guess since he still was behind it, I don't know. I don't know how all that technically works out um but you know oh you found a way to win kind of how they've done that all year um so you know congrats to them they're eight and oh a win's a win in in college football so they outscored them 35 to 13 in the second half so they woke up yeah so but but they did they did like you said i mean I, I was going to tell you this because you brought it up earlier. There's, there are also times where I'll be flipping through the TV and, and it'll say, like, Texas is losing. And so I'll flip it over so I can watch them lose. And then they end up coming back. And it mm-hmm. makes me feel like I shouldn't have watched it. Like, I, maybe I was the reason that they yeah. that they in, came back and won. So. Again, another superstitious there, another superstition. Oh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, for sure. Like, you know, I was I'm up at the ranch house this weekend before my October birthdays on my wife's side of the family. Um and we're sitting there watching the a, a tech Kansas game, the Kansas State game, and I kept walking walk, looking at my phone and finally I just started watching it on my phone and that's when Oklahoma started coming back. It's like, dang, that's, uh, <laughs> that's my bad, Kansas, my bad. But, I mean, this this is the like I was gonna say I was gonna use the word epitome <laughs> of of giving someone a, a ten point advantage because they weren't even they weren't they weren't they weren't there. It was just like Kansas was playing a bunch of zombies that didn't even care. I don't think that they even tr- were even thinking that Kansas could could hang with them at all and i don't I, I don't even think they were prepared oh i don't I, like yeah like 
for sure. They definitely weren't. There was no reason to overlook Kansas because you know next week y'all y'all play y'all play Tech. It's not like y'all have a big game coming up next week. But it just looked it like you know very lethargic and you know I bet like I was I was kind of wondering what was going through Spencer Rattler's mind. He's like, all right, is Caleb Williams going to mess this game up and I get my shot again? You know, I get my team yeah. back. Like, they, kept they kept showing, showing him on. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I was going to so, say that. Everything that he would do wrong every time, you know, they they showed Spencer Rattler a lot, a lot. Yeah. Was he wearing Was he wearing a Nike hat or was he wearing an OU hat? Who? Spencer Rattler on the sidelines. Well, he was wearing that Jumpman OU hat. Okay, it had OU on it because I couldn't. Cause like, I know he was in uniform, but I saw a, a one glimpse of him, and he just had a white hat. And I didn't know if it was an OU hat, cause like, yeah, if it was okay. If it wasn't an OU hat, you kind of like, all right, the kid's off the transfer; he's kind of done. But you know, we'll see what happens with with him and Caleb. You know, Caleb made some plays that you just want to think of making. Um, yeah. Rattler couldn't make. I don't think Rattler would have had the rushing. He's not as a threat as rushing, but no. we'll see what happens. Um, you know they can't they can't keep sleepwalking through because they have a couple of tough games. You know, so we'll see what happens. With, hopefully, this you know, you know for you, hopefully it's a wake up call. For me, it's hey, maybe some of these teams will get them. So well, if, if the second game we're going to talk about is the Iowa State Oklahoma State game, that worked mm-hmm. out well for you. Yes. Yes, very much so. Um, yeah, um, yeah. So Oklahoma State w- went into Ames, but Iowa State was favored by seven. Uh, we both took Iowa State, and you know Iowa State ended up winning twenty-four to twenty-one. It was. I watched probably like seventy percent of this game. Um, it was kind of it was just like you know Oklahoma State went down and scored, and then Iowa State tied it up. Did you did you watch this game at all? I watched a little bit of it, and uh, what I, when I was watching, Oklahoma State looked pretty good. Yeah, they had in the first half. They had the offensive, the offense is clicking, um, but then again, in the second half they only scored seven points. So the second yeah. half is kind of besides the game against Texas. Second half has been their bugaboo, really. Yeah. Um, but did, I don't know if you caught it, but Iowa State had a long, like, had a touchdown pass where the guy broke free. And, like, at the five-yard line, he kind of, like, slowed up and did, like, a little high step, and they called that taunting and mm. took the penalty back. Mm. Like, it was – I would say end up scoring, but it was – that's, like, that's ridiculous. Like, these, the Big 12 officials were, were awful this weekend. Like, there's a there's a, 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 parent, a, a huge hold when Oklahoma ran the reverse that got him all the way down at the end of the third quarter. Uh, the guy just pretty much got drugged back. And they, they didn't call it. You know, they call this taunting penalty. Like, the there's there's a reason why Oklahoma and Texas are leaving the Big 12. You know, yes, it's for more money. Yes, it's probably for better primetime games, better games. But the officiating has been really bad in the Big 12 for the past, like, five years, six years. And I know Oklahoma, like, y'all won a lot of y'all's games, so y'all don't see it as much as we do. And I don't want to blame the rest for us being bad for a decade. 
but <laughs> there's a re- there's there's re- there's 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 games there's pivotal games that you can point out like, each year and you go look back and you're like that was a horrible ref that's a horrible refing uh officiated game there just is so but that's all in the past you know maybe we can get something better like the rest of the rest of the year rest of the time in the big 12 but yeah so but anyways no, I, Iowa State, their defense looked good. Offense looked good. They got to win. That's all that matters. So that's, you know, that's the deadbolt is unlocked for Texas right now. That's it. There, the door's not cracked go. yet. You just got to get that deadbolt unlocked. So, so, you, so y'all have two losses in the Big 12. Now Iowa State has one. Oklahoma uh-huh. State has one. And Baylor has one. And Baylor has one. And you'll get a chance to uh, give them two next week. Yeah, you know, because we still have Iowa State and Baylor. So if we can win those two, we'll have the head, the head-to-head over those two, and you know, hoping Oklahoma State loses to someone else. And the y'all, we'll probably be counting. If everything goes right for us, we'll be we'll be we'll be the biggest OU fans come the end of the year when y'all play them. Well, thank you. So, but yeah, so. Let's you know we'll go. Let's go into this next game we had, West Virginia at TCU. Um, I kind of watched a lot of this game. It just didn't look like TCU wanted the ball. Like, they kept, like, they were in the game, and they just kept. They threw a pick. West Virginia. I think they stopped them, but then threw another pick. West Virginia scored. Then they're on the TCU's on the roll on the move again, and they fumble and. Then West Virginia just pretty much closes the game out and that wins the game. So there might there yeah. could be some change next year in T- at TCU. Yeah. This this game was twenty to seventeen at halftime. Mm-hmm. TCU failed to score in the second half, and West Virginia kicked three. They either kicked three field goals, looking at the box scores, or they missed an extra point. But they scored nine points. In the second half, so not a lot of offense. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, they. I think they went for two at one point in time to get it to a fourteen-point game, but yeah. So, um, yeah. So like, so now, Kansas and TCC. I think it's it. Kansas State Kansas, and Tech. Or. Yeah, so Kansas is the only person that doesn't have a win in the Big 12 yet. And, yeah. So TCU has only has one. So. T- TCU, West Virginia, and Kansas State. Kansas State got their first win. Yeah, that was a good game. We were, I, I pretty much watched that whole game. Um, Another game where a team didn't score in the second half. Yeah. Like, it was... And that's, that's rough football. They'll be able to watch the whole half and not get any points at all. And yeah. watch your lead slip away. Mm-hmm. Um, Tech was winning that game the whole time and then just pretty much lost it at the end. Couldn't get anything really going. So, but yeah. Um, so, my, so this is, these are my official Big 12 rankings going into week nine. Uh, I still have OU. At top, they're still undefeated, but I put Baylor 
second, Iowa State third, Oklahoma State, then Texas, Kansas State, Tech, West Virginia, TCU, and Kentucky. Or Kansas, sorry, Kentucky. (laughs) Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with your rankings. So I know because Texas Tech beat West Virginia, so that's the only reason why they're ahead of them. So, but so I'm pretty sure we both agree that Iowa State gets the win of the week, right? I yes, that's what I have. Big win, Iowa State over Oklahoma State because they were ranked number eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's a good win. Uh, it keeps their hope alive in the Big Twelve championship race. You know, so. The thing, um, the thing about it, I mean, they did win against the number eighteen, but they were favored. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to say it was the biggest win, but it has to be. You beat yeah. a top ten team. There's no way that that is not win of the week. Yeah, for sure. Well, I guess so. Let's jump into our other our marquee games of of the week. Um, we had number 10, Oregon, at UCLA. Uh, Oregon pulls out the win, 34-31. Um, to 31. Overall, good game by Oregon. Oregon had a pretty good lead, but UCLA kind of made it interesting at the end. Um, did you watch any of this game? No. Uh, uh, it looked like Oregon used um, paint, paint sheets as their uniforms. They're all they're white with like paint specks all over the place. This this interesting look. You know how last Uh, weekend you had to do family stuff. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as the OU game was over, we went to the corn maze. So yeah, family stuff for me this week. Uh, You go to which one did you go to? The one in Hondo. That's a good one. I like that one. Yeah. So the next game we had, well, which we were, but I we. We were wrong on this one. It was the number 16, Wake Forest, that Army. And Wake Forest won 70 to 56. Yeah, we, we thought it was going to be like way under. I yeah. thought it was going to be and, like 28 to 27. Yeah, for sure. Like, it, And Army still runs a triple option, but Army's, de- Army's defensive backs could not catch the wide receiver. It just looked like. Wake Forest is running four verticals the whole time, and they just threw it to the <laughs> open guy. Yeah, but our, you know, Army broke broke off plenty of long runs. It was it was a crazy game. I was like, I was looking at the scores. Like, is that right? That can't be right. But what? It's a good win by Wake Forest. They're seven and zero for the first time since like I think they saw like nineteen forty four or whatever. Yeah, that was so, a good game. And then next we had Clemson at number twenty three, Pitt. Pitt won 27-17. Clemson bitched uh, DJ Ungulele, um, which is, you know, he's supposed to be the next next dude at Clemson. Yeah. So, with DJ... I saw, and, I saw a little bit of that one. Yeah. Just a little bit. With DJ and Spencer both getting benched like that, like, you know... College coaches don't really care about your NFL draft stock anymore. They're just like, they just got they got to win. So we'll see what happens with those two, I mean, those two kids going into the next year or next week, really, for DJ. Yeah. But let's get to the let's get to the most important game, other than the <laughs> OU game. Number 
Number 24, UTSA went to La Tech and won 45 to 16 and just dominated uh, Louisiana Tech the whole game. Uh, I think Louisiana Tech got the first touchdown and they never led ever since. Uh, so UTSA Dude, moves to 8 and 0. It's crazy. I told someone earlier this year that they should put UTSA in the Big 12 and they just laughed at me. I mean, it's a school in one of the largest cities in the United States. Yeah. And you like I mean, you kind of you look at it like there's a lot of talent that comes out of San Antonio. Yeah. Like in the surrounding air in the surrounding like cities of San Antonio like Steel and stuff like that. There's been a lot of talent in San Antonio, so and they get if they were in the Big 12 they could get even more. Yeah. Because you know, they're not in Conference USA, they're in a major conference and I think they should have did it, you know, Texas teams. They are move. They are moving up to the American Conference, so maybe that'll help them out, and you know, maybe they can get in there and win. They can uh, get that totally boosted up or boost up to the next a new a new conference. So, but so the next game we have was a uh, USC at number thirteen Notre Dame. Notre Dame won thirty-one to sixteen. Um, yeah, not really even. Wasn't really being that good of a game. And we had Wisconsin at number 25, Purdue. Wisconsin won 30 to 13. Purdue comes up and beats Iowa and then gets hammered by Wisconsin, which is just. You just never know. You, you never know about the Big Ten teams. Yeah. You know, are, are they really any good? Michigan, so Michigan's number six. They're still undefeated, but. Penn State yeah. lost again. They lost yeah. again to Illinois, who who was two and five, and they're number so seven. The, so did you see this? So Penn State lost in the ninth overtime, but the <laughs> score is only the score is only twenty to eighteen. So do you like? I, I didn't I didn't notice this or have heard of it, but after the third overtime, it's just two point conversions, and that's it. Who can get in yeah. from the three yard line? And oh, yeah. so. I thought it was interesting. Like it was really interesting to see that, and there's a lot of how they go to nine overtimes. They just couldn't score. Yeah, a lot. Like, it was just they just failed conversions for like I think they failed six out of the, like they like all of them failed like six times in a row, and then finally Illinois was able to get the last one to win the game. But it was crazy. Yeah, oh. someone someone tweeted that. I was already home. They tweeted that uh, they are, you know, going into the ninth overtime or something. And what, I was like, what game is that? And I was flipping through, and I didn't see it. I didn't see the channel it was on. But it was probably because the TV guide said the game that was on next, not oh, knowing yeah, yeah. that the game was still going to be on. Yeah, like it took it took almost the end of the first quarter. Or the Penn State and Illinois, like, Illinois game started at eleven. And they almost took all the way into the end of the first quarter of the Oregon and UCLA game before the Oregon UCLA UCLA game got put on TV. Like, that's how long like that ninth the ninth overtime went. That game went. So, but um, yeah. So like, yeah, the Big Ten is a big is all is just crazy right now. You know, next week, you know, Iowa plays Wisconsin. So Wisconsin beat the team that beat Iowa. So that should be, you know, that should be interesting to figure out who's going to win that game. 
But yeah, so you know, we want to talk about you know, the, the top twenty-five. The five teams lost, all to no uh, not ranked opponents, non-ranked. Like Penn State, Oklahoma State lost. Coastal Carolina finally lost to App State on uh, Wednesday night. Yep, they lost when we were recording the last episode. Yep, and then North Carolina State lost to Miami, and then you know Purdue lost to Wisconsin. So there's going to be another shuffle of teams into the into the top twenty-five poll. Um, I think, yeah. Oklahoma State and Penn State probably will drop into the teens, but the rest, the other three are probably out for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, you got any uh, touchdown or turnovers you want to do? Sure, I got a couple. All right, well, I'll, I'll let you go first. All right. With, with Oklahoma struggling against Kansas... So right now, OU's number three. You had Alabama with a 52-24 to win over Tennessee, I think. You had Ohio State, 54-7 to win over Indiana. And Michigan's number six. They had a 33-7 to win over Northwestern, and they are still undefeated at 7-0. and Touchdown or turnover, one of these teams pass. Oklahoma in the top 25 because of the Kansas game. Uh, touchdown. I have, in my personal poll I created, I have Bama jumping OU. So no credit for being undefeated, huh? No. I don't. Who, who did Alabama lose to? A&M. A- A&M. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, this is, but so I'll, I'll read, I'll go. So I say. Alabama hasn't been punished at all for losing to a and Oh, no, no, they won't be. So my touchdown turnover is, this is, this is why I think Bama will, for next week for sure, but in general, like I have neither OU or Oklahoma State will make the Big 12 championship game. Neither one? Neither one. Neither one. Yeah. That's turnover. Neither one. OU will be there. So, after watching OU play Kansas like that, and you still are still having Baylor and Iowa State on the schedule, I don't know. That's like... It happens every year. uh, I don't... But it's, it's a legitimate question to ask, though. If you go off of how they played, like against Kansas, like there's no, you know, there's no like real shot for them. Like, there's a legit chance that they might not make it. But so Oklahoma State was number two. We had them both number two in the Big Twelve, and now we have them four. We have Baylor and Iowa State jumping them. So if OU doesn't make it. You see a Baylor Iowa State championship, or or what do yeah. you see happening? Yeah. yeah, that's the only that's the only championship that could happen. I'm not saying Texas will get in there because well, I mean, that's not, yeah, I mean, te- Texas lost to Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. Yeah, it would take a it would take a lot with them not being in. But I'm just saying, um, 
Yeah, it well, would be Baylor. Oklahoma State has played Iowa State, and they lost. And I don't think either one of us has played Baylor, right? No, not yet. Well, there you go. We'll find out. Who beat yeah. Baylor? Baylor has a loss. Oklahoma State beat Baylor. Well, there you go. It's the trifecta. So, it's the trifecta there. So o- Oklahoma is going to go undefeated. Don't let this game fool you. So looking at the past Oklahoma Kansas Kansas games, it was sixty-two to nine, forty-five to twenty, fifty-five to forty, forty-one to three, fifty-six to three, sixty-two to seven, forty-four to seven. That was the last seven years. So this thirty-five to twenty-three is a new thing. I don't I don't know where you say this happened before. They really doesn't. So well, what what were the scores in the first half of that? I'm I'm just saying what I said is is Kansas stays with Oklahoma at the beginning and then Oklahoma pours it on them with their depth and their you know ability and the and better players. Okay, but I just didn't happen this week though. Kansas Kansas showed up. You know, it it just it's just the way it is. You know, you're the best, and when people show up. They're ready for you. They, they've been planning all year to play you. They're, they're ready, and you're overlooking them. You're not even worried about them. We'll be fine. Yeah. This, okay. this is a wake-up wake game. It's okay. fine. Uh, it, it, I, 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 I bet it is. I think it, it really is for, for Oklahoma. I just don't want it to be, you know. This, <laughs> is my, this is my Texas fandom coming out to where, like, I don't care who beats Oklahoma as long as someone does. But... Yeah, they won't. No one will beat them. They're they're they won't. Okay. So, right, what's your second one? I think I think Oklahoma is at Baylor when they play each other. Because I thought about going, but no way will I go listen to a hip hop concert for four hours. <laughs> okay. So, looking at the scale, you get Texas at Baylor. Iowa State has to travel to West Virginia. Texas Tech goes to OU. Texas Tech does have an offense. And TCU goes to Kansas State. Kansas travels to Oklahoma State. Touchdown or turnover. There will be an upset next week. What's what's the upset? So I don't know. I mean, like so out of Baylor, so Baylor's a favorite, Oklahoma's a favorite, and Oklahoma State's a favorite. So so Texas upsetting Baylor. Baylor. Tech upsetting Oklahoma. Kansas, Oklahoma upsetting Oklahoma State. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I was just Touchdown. looking at it. Yeah, I mean, you, you have you have some pretty ripe chances for some upsets here. Yeah, I'll say touchdown. I'll say there's at least one, maybe two, and for sure Texas will be one of them. I would be I'm, – I'm – what, I don't know what time y'all play, but you know, as an, as, a, as an OU fan, Texas at Baylor is definitely a must-watch because yeah. you've already played Texas. You you know Baylor, we both have them, the second best team. We you know, I don't know why personally we as fans feel like we need to scout them, but yeah. for some reason that's just in our blood. Like, okay, I want to see what we're facing here. I haven't seen Baylor all year, so you know I'm definitely going to watch that game. And 
you know, hopefully Texas plays very well against them and makes yeah. me feel a little more comfortable about playing Baylor. See, I like, see. I'll go. What I'll do this week is I'll probably watch Baylor and Oklahoma State, and I'll be like, all right, where are we better than them? Where can we where when we where can we play good better at? Where can we exploit their weaknesses? That's just what I, I do for every game. Every game yeah. Texas has, I'll watch the opponent to see. All right, if we hit, I think if we, you know, let run more at this corner, we should be able. He's not really going to run in a run defense, or we can beat him over the top easier. More like so, yeah. But yeah, it's like we as fans, we scout the teams. Like, yeah, like, like, like the thing about Oklahoma is, I mean, Tech has a good offense. And if if they sleep on Tech like they did Kansas, Tech's going to put more points on the board. The the thing about Kansas is they couldn't really score a lot of points. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they dominated Oklahoma in the first half, dominated them. Dominated every aspect of the game, and they they were winning ten to zero. Yeah. It felt like it felt like we were losing fifty to zero, yeah. but it was only ten. They they left they left the game out there for us to take back from them. Yeah, for sure. I yeah. So we'll see. You know, it is in it is in Norman. So you know, it's a two thirty kick. Y'all's game would be a two thirty kickoff. So it'll be right after our game. But well, that's good. We're on nights. Yeah, that's true. So uh, my last touch, touchdown or turnover is Gary Patterson, Texas, the TCU head coach. It's the sweatiest coach in all of college football. <laughs> yeah, that dude's like nonstop wiping sweat off. I hate yeah. that guy. I, ju- I mean, I think there was a time that they must have beaten us because I hold grudges like and it's just like, you know, his stupid visor, mm-hmm. and he's sweaty, and I don't know. I just don't like him. He rubs me the wrong way. That's a better way to say, instead of saying I hate someone, the guy rubs me the wrong way. The guy's getting ready to get fired. Yeah, the, thing, I, I, the, yeah. thing, the thing I remember about TCU the most is how they got screwed when them and Baylor, like, should have made the playoffs or the... They got. They both got jumped. Remember, when it was only like one, two teams that went to the national championship game, and they both got skipped. Or they, yeah, that's that's. I have that big yeah. memory. Yeah, yeah. They had they had some pretty good teams, like a couple, like I think about five years ago. But yeah, yeah, but yeah, that I think Gary Passon changed his shirt at halftime because he, he has to he's always just drenched. And I understand. I get it. I sweat a lot. I'm mm-hmm. a big guy. I sweat a lot. You're the Gary guy, Patterson of Toyota. Yeah, I, I would say that, but there's that boy is just nonstop. Got the little rag in his hand, and oh yeah. Whew. So, all right, man. Um, this is a good episode. I guess we'll everybody come follow us at the Red River Pod. We'll get some questions going out, and uh, if you have an Apple phone, please give us a. Five star rating on Apple Apple Podcast, and we'll be back, we'll be back the next episode with uh, our previews for next week. Which I've kind of looked ahead, and there's some good games on next week. So next week, let's plan not to do anything and just watch college football all Saturday. 
Let's do it. All right. Uh, talk to you later. All right. Later, folks. All right. Later, buddy.